one. Hey everybody, thank you for watching episode number 40 of Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. I'm your host, Quinn, and I have with me today my also host, Skinny Rick. Also the other guy at this table. <laughs> what do you mean? You know the other guy, dude? Yeah, no, I mean, there's just only two of us at this table, so. Oh, yeah. Well, we're doing a. We're doing a. Produce ourselves. Yeah. I would do this so that we yeah. can see this. Yeah. Check it out, dude. We're switching. Yeah. From over yeah. here. So we got kind of a quick episode today. Um, I just got Wrong back one. in. <laughs> I just got back <laughs> in from uh, Moab, Utah. I went out there with my family and uh, had a lot of fun doing that. It was our first family vacation in like 15, 16 years. It's a long time dude. together. Yeah. All three of us. All three of the suns yeah and the moon <laughs> you know the moons <laughs> no nah, so it's just me my me and my brothers and my parents and uh it was a lot of fun so what you been up to uh uh i went shopping for new clothes for the summer because you know all i own are pants and hoodies yeah so i bought some shorts did you find what you were looking for? Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. The shorts? Yeah. Cool. You want to see them? Sure. <laughs> Let's check out Skinny Rick's new shorts, too. <laughs> oh, look at them. Yeah, They're dude. checkered. Yeah. Checkered shorts. Where'd you get those from? The van store? I got them from Zoomies. From Zoomies? I got them from Zoomies. Cool. Oh, Dang, so bro. Oh, well, we'll talk about that guy in a minute, too. But, yeah. I got them. They're denim. They look, they look like... Their pants, but they're not. So you got one pair? No, so I got I got these. I got a pair of uh, sweat shorts that have checkered on them. Some blue tie-dye sweat shorts. Some black sweat shorts. Some black jogger shorts. So yeah. like joggers that got, were cut. Yeah. And some green ones that were cut. And then... Um, I got another pair of shorts, but they're too big because they wouldn't let me try them on. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, they're in denim. They're like red and black. Yeah. So you're going to return them? It's, it's been, I took the tags off and everything. Oh. And so. Dang, bro. I don't know. Got to keep them tags on. I mean, they were $10. Yeah. Hot Topic was running a $10 uh, on shorts, but also a buy one, get one 30% off. So two pairs of shorts for $17. Yeah. So, it's not bad. So it was, I mean, you know, yeah, it was good. It was shopping for sure. Well, that's good, dude. I'm glad you found some shorts. Um, nothing else really. I, I'm pretty jet lagged, dude. I probably slept like 10 to 12 hours that entire trip. And this it's keyboards kind of doing yeah. a slow. My hair doesn't look good, dude. I don't even care. Check uh, out. Yeah. Check out that hair, dude. Yeah. But we, uh, yeah, so we got a couple of things that we want to talk about. We're going to make this a quick one. Um, like I said, I'm jet lagged. I don't really feel that great either. I didn't get a lot of sleep. I ate a bunch of trash the whole time. And uh, did you eat a Cliff Bar while you were there? Uh-oh. You, so you're telling me you went to the cliffs. You went into the cliff. mountains, into the, the, 
places where that the picture on a cliff bar is taken and yeah. you didn't eat a cliff bar. No, dude. I didn't eat a cliff bar. I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's but fine, I guess <clears throat> I did eat some uh really probably the worst Mexican food I've had. And also I went to the, we went to this And isn't place. it isn't that just closer to Mexico than us or no? Uh I mean yeah, but it's like well, I guess it's, it's a couple the, states further here. north yeah. than us, but also like you can't I'm talking I'm not talking about by boat, I'm talking about by land. Yeah. So. Let me find this name real quick and I'll I'll tell you what I I'll tell the listeners what I said earlier. Um about the place that we were at because it is um it is pretty interesting what was the guy's name i'm trying to look real quick to find out who sent the mormons mormon pioneers then brigham young so this is what happened basically was uh brigham young sent all of these all the mormons down from canada into utah to try and get a piece of uh the country claim of that apple pie dude yeah so they went over there <laughs> this is so weird dude what switch it from over here it's just it's just it's funny so um you know they came down here they killed a bunch of the native americans you know Basically, they made it to where they took the land. I yeah, mean, that's... but what they did specifically, the plan was if they controlled all the resources. Whenever everybody from the east finally made got it, here, yeah, finally got oh, here, I they see. would have no choice but to like conform to Mormonism, Mormonomity, or whatever you want to call it. So they came over here, and then there was a guy Mormonity. who, um, you know, there was a guy who had set up already. I'm sorry that I don't know this guy's name. You know, but I'm just telling story. So, the guy had uh, another guy had found a place and set up like uh, a thing to mine uranium because he had found a bunch of uranium uh, in Moab. What is uranium? Is that the radioactive stuff? Yeah, it's just a radioactive like element. And so he started doing that. The Mormons showed up and they built a temple and then they started to build another temple. And he was like, mm. so he bought out the people who were like in charge of building buildings mm-hmm. and uh he bought them out and tore down the rest of the second mormon temple and then built like three or four other different types of churches and this guy was an atheist just one so the mormons couldn't like he he saw what they were doing yeah their religion was really strict too and supposedly he was like kind of a big partier kind of guy and so you know mormons like like act traditional mormons they don't do caffeine like they think caffeine is a sin Mm. You know, all that kind of stuff. So you well, gotta, I mean, if you know me, yeah, I also think <laughs> yeah. that caffeine is a sin. <laughs> yeah, but you still do it. But you? I still do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because have you ever tried caffeine, dude? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I drink it every day. I just drink tea, really. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that was pretty interesting, dude. They, you know, eventually, like the cancer rate in that in moab was so high compared to the rest of the country because of the year yeah they're doing a uranium yeah that they they concreted in they're doing a radioactive and not like the hit song you know yeah yeah they but they ended up concreting the mine in and so there's actually uh like they filled it in yeah supposedly there's like a 
like bunch tons more and there. tons of it in there still yeah so it uh it was pretty cool dude it was um i found out that vaping is illegal there statewide uh, or just in the town i don't know I, there was no vape shops anywhere whenever but i looked it up yours? it was like no you're Ill-. yeah i was just like walking around <laughs> vaping but then my vape broke dude while i was there oh, no so i was trying to find another one and it was like yeah, no, yeah, if don't. you want vape you gotta go to colorado dude all i so. all i can imagine is you're there and you're like asking like oh where's like a vape shop and it's like the meme where he's like it, I, i'm the feel so bad that i can't remember his name but it's the it's the prince that is black panther what's the prince's name you know in marvel prince T- t'challa i don't is know that right i don't know and he's like that we don't do that here yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's that's what's going on yeah well i don't know about that but it was uh it was weird, so I had to wait until yesterday whenever we got back to Colorado to go to the vape place. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, but it was a fun trip. And so you want to go into some of the stuff that we want to talk about? Sure. So I guess the first thing would be uh, this episode is actually just going to release today, and I think that that with the stuff that's going on now, um, kind of all of the social unrest and uh, all of that that. Uh, this would be a good time for us to start releasing them the day of or maybe the day after. So our schedule is going to change a little bit. Um, I'd say for the time being, we'll be releasing episodes Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday just based on kind of uh, when we have time to do it and it'll smooth itself out a little bit later as the COVID stuff, uh, you know, we get back into doing normal stuff and more of a normal schedule kind of with everybody else so our schedule you know for the most part is the same but every now and then as we get closer to this building reopening we'll have to do projects and stuff like that so there's a lot of stuff to do really i mean there's just always something to do in this building so i know we'll just be busy yeah for what forever forever dude until i freaking die bro and then even then yeah still stuff I might still be doing some things. Yeah. Well, we, uh, yeah. So, um, I guess the first thing that we want to talk about is this, uh, Chris D'Elia stuff. And this stuff has me sweating. Yeah. So the, the reason that we want to talk about this is, uh, not because like we know the guy personally or anything like that, but the reason that I'm in this industry is not because, I, I like applied for a podcast producer job somewhere. It's because like I myself am like a podcast ing fan. You know, I, I consume it constantly, other people's stuff. And so mm-hmm. like I've probably seen 800 episodes of Rogan, which is probably close to 2,500 hours of that guy talking. You know, same thing with Chris D'Elia. I've uh, you know, I've probably watched half of his episodes and they're an hour long. Like that's still 75 hours of that guy, you know, talking. And um, all of those guys represent something different for me, you know, and it seems silly, but uh, there's kind of something, somebody out there that's, they, that almost anybody can relate to podcast wise, whenever it comes to like personalities and struggles and stuff like that. For instance, like I was depressed a couple of years ago, you know, I, I started listening to Theo Vaughn again and you know, it just 
knowing that there was there's somebody that was in my situation and that you know you can get over depression without messing with drugs or without doing any of that stuff like you know it helped give me hope to and motivated me a little bit to move forward and you know crystalia is another one for me that represents something somewhat important and that's that you can have more fun than anybody else in the room and be sober you know and also like at the end of the day as long as you're happy with the person that you are it doesn't care it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks and so he had uh, at this point multiple women come out on twitter with different screenshots and stuff like that that are saying that he was trying to groom them basically mm. at a young age so that you know whenever they turned 18 he would be able to hook up with them or procure nudes from them mm. and uh Mm-mm-mm. you know at this point um he's denied it to like tmz uh you know, I mean, really, honestly, there's only probably there's only two people that know the truth, you know, and that's those girls and him. And uh, it's it's just uh, it's a crappy situation kind of to see it happen. A bunch of people um, online are really like smearing his name uh, at the moment, you know, bringing up the fact that he played a pedophile in an episode of workaholics once and uh also in that tv show you uh you know more or less like played himself they're saying because he was also a comedian in that show that was hiding the fact that he was he yeah. had pictures of you know underage girls and stuff and uh so but um it's really sad because we you know you don't know with in today's culture um, and social climate, whether or not, even if it's not true, you know, it's a lot of times that stuff is damning enough where, you know, these people's career in and, um, it's just kind of a sad thing to watch. I, uh, I hope that it's not true. Um, I think that as far as the other people that are in the circles with him, you know, I follow a lot of different comedians from, uh, people that are starting out to, you know, people who have been around forever and to see some of the newer comedians bash on him and saying stuff like his special sucked anyway or making stuff up. Uh, it's just really sad because it seems like being in that industry, you're in the industry of making people happy. Yeah. You know, why would you not want that to not be true? You know, if you're in that industry, like, these people have paved the path for you to move forward like pay attention to what they're doing so is it all just is it all just on twitter right now or is it being considered for like a legal case or i don't know because like it just seems so out of like out of pocket for him you know at least his persona on everything that's the biggest thing is he seems real consistent across everything and he has like his podcast his twitter his stand-up his his like guest appearances interviews it all just feels real genuine and the way he talks about that stuff and openly condemns pedophilia and all this stuff and like 
And the allegations or the accusations or whatever the word is, they're they're not um like if it was like some girl came out and was like, Yeah, you know, I was sixteen, he was eighteen. Yeah. Like and he tried to, you know, like get me to sleep with him or something, I'd be a little bit more like, Okay, well maybe, you know, yeah. Cause he, I mean, he's 40 now though. Yeah. And that's not what the thing is. The thing is, is like this just happened or like this happened recently or something like that in the past few years. Right. That's no, what they're saying. No. Some of them are old, old, it's like 10 years old. old. Yeah. But still like within the bounds of like social media being yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. present. Yeah. But if it was like, you know, if it was like this girl that was like, yeah, we were at a party yeah. and he like tried to hook up with me. Yeah. I could see that, like college Dalia or something, yeah. even the, then. But like this is now, the, yeah. I don't know, man. I and I hope it's not true. But I also hope that if it is true, that he doesn't like. No, it wasn't true. Like yeah. blah blah blah. Like if it is real, yeah, it would be much better for him to like just admit it. Just be like, yeah, yeah I mean, it was. Yeah, I did it. Well, this is the problem with it. There's there's multiple issues whenever it comes to it. Uh, one of them is just the issue with cancel culture itself. People jump on a bandwagon. They have some validity behind the things that they say and then come to find out they were full of shit the whole time. So for instance, one of them that I saw was a girl saying that it was DMs between him and her. They were cropped out. Uh, and basically he was trying to get her to go to his place after his show. And it was, you know, hey, like, what it, it doesn't matter what it said because this is what she said. She said this this is my interaction with Chris Leah whenever I was a senior thing posted. And that's what it the premise of it was. Him trying to get her to come to his place uh-huh. after the show. Later down in the thread, she admits a senior in college, but still is what she said. And it's okay, so we're like we're canceling someone for making a past now a legal one like is that what you know it it doesn't it doesn't make sense and so i ended up getting in a little twitter argument with someone who frequents kill tony and whenever i say frequents kill tony i mean like is on the podcast and does a stand up and stuff like that and um basically another kill tony it was like death squad like comedy stalker account that just like retweets kill tony jokes and stuff like that they tweeted a thing that they photoshopped like one of those girls screenshots so it's like crystalia 2010 and then it was they like made a text message thread that he was like hey what's up and it was like the person was like hey like i'm a big fan i guess you could call me a baby like it was in quotes and then they were like he's like trying to solicit nudes from them the person says that they're a nine-year-old boy and then Dalia's like, I don't care. I'm trying to make it look like he's trying to procure nudes from this nine-year-old. And it's a comment on it. I said, this is fake. And they said, you know, this comedian said, but it has his name and date on it. And I said, anything, I said, listen, dude. like this is, I'm going to tell you why I know that it's fake. His podcast started in 2017. That's where the term baby comes from. Yeah. So you're telling me that in 2010, Ten. when you were a 10-year-old boy, you somehow or another you knew that that was the that was the terminology that you're supposed to use was, as one of yeah. his fans like Dude. and then uh then they commented something 
like the the person who so the comedian had retweeted it and then the person like the stalker troll account put an emoji of like somebody slapping themselves in the face and it's like hey uh, all right I, like it was probably a joke still not funny like it's a it was a joke that bombed hey, to begin with hey, how about this i'm gonna i'm gonna quote dalia here at least make it funny yeah that's dude when he said that to uh ari about the whole kobe situation he was like yeah. i get it you're a comedian so you make jokes but at least make it funny so here i'll like, show you the interaction hey, is there anything funny about framing someone for pedophilia? Because last time I checked, it's not funny. Yeah. So this, uh, this was this was the account. So you can see right here. This is what they posted to begin with. It got retweeted twenty times. I got seventy five comments, and this is where I said obviously fake. I ended up blocking both of them. They said. But it has the name dude that doesn't mean anything bro yeah listen and then listen just because it has a name and date on it does not mean anything i mean think about this it is easier for me to make that yeah than it is for me to try to like yeah forge your handwriting yeah like think about that yeah. Think about like and, writing with a pen to try to match someone else's signature yeah. is more difficult than me to just, I could do that from my phone like right now. Yeah. Like we, I could literally get on there, text you a couple of times. I could change the date. I could change the name. I could save it, rename it, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. put it on Twitter and people will be like, oh, well, this is yeah. obviously real. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, like cancel culture at this point is just, it's too much. Look, if he did it, if he did it and he crossed some legal bounds, he deserves to do whatever amount of time that uh, is required. Like, I don't, this is, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know, what's the one thing that we talk about more than anything in this thing? Like, not consciously, but it comes up and almost everything that we talk about is some type of child crime pedophilia, sex trafficking, something like that. It comes up in all of this conspiracy stuff constantly. And so th this is this is a stand that I'm gonna, uh, I will take this stand. It's as big of a fan of I am as Chris D'Elia, if he, if what he did was wrong and he broke a law, then he deserves whatever he gets. But to, try, to attempt to make him look like he's trying to procure news yeah, from a 10 year old sure. boy, like, even if after, it's a joke, like, like weeks after he openly, like openly, makes fun of yeah. the fact that people think that, whether you believe it or not, his whole thing is, oh, you think that there's some sort of secret pedophile ring in Hollywood, yeah. and they were like, you know, people were giving him crap about, it. and he's yeah. like, no, dude, you're dumb, like. I don't agree with him, but like he's sitting here yeah. saying that. So well, he took it back after he watched the Epstein thing. Did you oh know yeah. That? Well, he was like, I mean, I say he took it back. He he was like, okay, so there's. He a, was like, so, I said the PizzaGate thing, and yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also a comedian, dude. So I don't know what you expect. Sorry, I'm, I have to forward this email real quick. Sorry. Well, nonetheless, dude, I, you know, I hope that it's not true. Um, 
you know, Brian and Brendan talked about it on Fighter and the Kid, and uh, Brendan started like bawling, crying, and uh, it's just a sad situation, dude. He had a kid recently, um, and again, like it's it's just one of those things that like even as a fan, it's 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 sad. Like these are you know these people put their personal lives out there and stuff like that, and if you're you listen to to them for a long time, you and become a fan of him like seeing this stuff is hard you know he has a kid i introduced him to skinny rick you know like yeah, it's dude, he's my he's my favorite comedian dude he's yeah. he's got the big funnies yeah. so i don't know i um i really was hoping that i'd see his podcast come out soon and he would be talking about it but he's been radio silent dude and I don't, I mean, what, which, like, you and have some to people, lawyer up. and some people are like, oh, see, he's suspicious. He's not saying anything. Dude, he, he's a fragile boy. Yeah. Like, he, he stopped getting on Twitter for a while because people were, yeah. you know, I mean, cause it's Twitter, dude, cause people suck. Yeah. Like, he's out here trying to make people laugh. You got people who think they're just, I don't know, better making fun of him i don't know it's a rough situation dude and like maybe he is maybe he's a jerk dude like we don't know the guy personally like there's people that a lot of people that are saying this stuff like uh you know they they have been in the same room as him and worked the same stage as him and stuff like that but i don't know dude i feel like there's a good chunk of it that's just these people drinking the haterade you know and (laughs) I mean, honestly, like there's no other way to explain it. People get jealous over other people's success. It happens all the time. Oh, and, and you know that he is, he's getting famous, dude. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like. But you know that if this like thing becomes true, we're never going to see that movie. That movie's not going to come out. Oh yeah. How much longer until that comes out, dude? I want to see it that's so thing's bad. not going to come out. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why? I don't think so. Oh, because of him? Yeah. Yeah, if he gets canceled, they won't release the movie. Uh, that's uh, a big loss for they, like... They they killed Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. The best TV show ever made. They killed him. And made... The next season was the worst TV season of a TV show ever made. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like... It'll happen, dude. So, shout out to that guy, you know? <laughs> Kevin Spacey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Aaliyah and that, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, so uh, a couple other things. I found, like, this kind of obscure WikiLeaks file dump that I haven't had the time to go through yet. Um, I'll go through some of that stuff soon, and uh, we can do a talk about some of it mm-hmm. also um was there something epstein that i wanted to say i want to say that there was i don't know dude epstein let me look through my stuff uh, oh yeah, yeah 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 hang on let me try and find this uh So I'll end up 
Wow, this is gone. They deleted it? No, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't the most breaking news ever, but it was, I saw it this morning and it's not on here anymore. But basically two people had gotten arrested for trying to break into Zorro Ranch. And they, it says in the, like yesterday, and it says in the thing that they were caught by the property manager. Huh. Not like the, not like the person trying to sell the stuff, like the manager of. Like the, yeah, like the guy. Property. And so, like, it just goes to show you just the craziness still behind this thing because, like, the way that, he moved all that money around and set up his trust and stuff like that. Like legitimately he has it set up to where <laughs> like people are still working, you know, he has, still has people working for him Bro. and these victims are still like having trouble getting the money, you know, and he's got like somebody that's still riding a golf cart around <laughs> Zora ranch, making sure everything's cool. Oh, man. It's crazy. I also saw a, saw a funny meme. So, you know, that there was a, and what I'll, I guess I'll put this up. Um, there's no way for me to. Uh, it's like. Oh, it's actually later than I thought it was. I thought it was like 12. I was like, no. it's 12 and I'm yawning. It's like three. No. Dang, sense, bro. I, I have to find this because this was like one of the funniest things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this was uh this meme was like floating around yesterday. So. There was a, a guy from the Middle East that ended up buying uh, Little St. James Island. Oh, wow. So, For real? Yeah. This was what the, did he do? This is the meme, and it was everywhere. This was everywhere. I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> how funny is that dude i was looking at the words and i was like i don't get it and then i saw the face and i was like wait a second <laughs> yeah. so uh what it is and this was like i don't know how this happened oh, because man. um that's just photoshop right that's not yeah actually yeah. Looks like, yeah but it was they it was in like legit i mean it was in articles that it shouldn't have been in so like it was on like the daily beast and stuff like that and oh, dude man. i was dude, dude, can i tell you something right now can I tell you, i'm gonna tell you this right yeah. now if i was whatever the guy investigating all this yeah. and i see i see this man walk up it's oh thank you for <laughs> letting me buy this place i'd be like you know what man you're you're free to go yeah. <laughs> live on your island yeah, dude. i just be like if i ever catch you in my part of town yeah i'm taking you in yeah. but you've earned this yeah. <laughs> you can stay on this island yeah. it's bro. like that eric andre skit where he's on like the dude's shoulders trying yeah to yeah car. exactly yeah so i don't trust people like that yeah so if you can't see uh if you're listening to this and not watching it it is uh there was like all these articles saying like this Middle Eastern guy bought the thing. Whenever you click on it, <laughs> it was like it was like a like a new style thing with the guy's picture, and it's literally like Epstein with a with like a Osama bin Laden beard, <laughs> like photoshopped over his face, and not yeah. good, but yeah. good enough to where I saw the words first and was like, "What is this name?" And then I see his face, and I'm yeah. like, "Wait, is good that enough that? to where if you didn't follow it, yeah, you would look at it and be like." Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm saying, dude. It's like friggin' Epstein disappears for a little while. 
grows his beard out, gets a little, you know, little head, little head. What are they called? Turbans? Yeah. Yeah. It gets a dang turban, comes back up. So, oh, I'd like to buy this yeah. island from you. Yeah. You know? So, <clears throat> I also wanted to say, uh, you know, we did this this uh, land cruiser thing, tour, a guided tour while we were in Utah and Moab. And so, it goes through the uranium mining trail like through this mountain so the guy made it a cow wide so it's literally big enough for the jeep and maybe like a foot you know more so you're looking at the side of the cliff and it's like 1200 feet down or whatever but our guide this company come to find out uh the guy hires only like super smart people and people like ex-military and stuff like that so Look, it's the desert, okay? It It yeah, is. Real deal. Yeah. And uh, this is where, like, you know, f- um, f- just for reference, like, the first dinosaur, like, big findings were coming from in the U.S. So, yeah. like, the guy who found the first, like, T-Rex stuff, he's the one that they consulted for Jurassic Park. He actually owns, owns like, the Cybertronic T-Rex and stuff like that. Like, it's... You from know, the, from the yeah, movie? this is yeah. So like the Velociraptor, for instance. This is the guy. What? No, the, no, no. I'm talking about the guy. Like that. All of that happened in Moab. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I thought you meant the guide was the one who had the yeah. dinosaur. I was like, what? So for instance, there's two types of raptors. There's yeah. the Velociraptor, which you see in mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, which they make like human size and terrifying. Um, but in reality, Velociraptors are about 50 pounds um or smaller and i'm sure they're still Um, but what they actually use them yeah what they use the model for for the velociraptor is another raptor that was called the utah raptor and that one was big like a human but they were only found in In like that area area. yeah and like a little bit of like you know arizona new mexico but i said all that to say um you know these are like if you go missing in this place, you die from exposure, mm-hmm. you know, like within a couple of days. Yeah. And so, you know, we kind of get to talking and my dad was asking him what he used to do. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was in the military. Like I helped train special forces people. He was like, and then I worked uh, in the FBI for two years in child crimes and it was just really heavy. So like, this is my retirement, you know, like technically I'm overqualified to do this, but what we actually do here is like, so they basically respond first to everything. If somebody goes missing in a cave, if somebody falls off of a cliff, because there's no hospital close, they have to airlift everyone out and all that stuff. And so, uh, you know, I got to ask him a couple questions about his time in the FBI. It was only two years and that was three years ago. So, um, you know, he actually worked the Harvey Weinstein case with the Harvey Weinstein case, the model that they used to build like the psychological profile was actually um, the Epstein case from uh, like 10 years before. And so, you know, I was asking him questions, probably like he didn't want me to, like what's on Anthony (laughs) Weiner's laptop. And uh, he said that he wouldn't know that because it's not a case that he was involved in. And I asked him a little bit about the Epstein stuff and I asked him if he was intelligence and uh he said what do you mean and i was like is he like a lot like is he Mossad?" and he was like 
first he was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, he was just a psychopath, you know? And he was like, but, you know, like there is a connection to Israel. And if he, like, if he was Mossad, like we wouldn't know because we don't deal with that. He was like, that would be like the CIA or something like that. But he was like, there is a, there is a link there. So (laughs) I was like, Uh, damn dude. So, uh, it was pretty interesting. He's, you know, he said that the Harvey Weinstein thing goes super deep. The Epstein thing goes even deeper. Hmm. So it was cool. It was a interesting conversation. You know, that was pretty much all I asked him. I didn't want to interesting conversations in the middle of the desert. Yeah. I didn't want to get too deep into like asking him weird stuff. You don't want to get drone strikes. Frazzle drip reel. Yeah. All that stuff. You don't want to get, you know, you don't want your Jeep to accidentally tip off the side of that. Yeah that deal yeah um so yeah man is there anything that you want to talk about at all or anything like that i mean i haven't really been doing much i've been i've just been scott boarding dude that's it i haven't really been paying attention to most stuff i i i'm gonna be honest i've been so stressed out the last like week that i got invited to go over to the park um and pick up skating again with some buddies and i've just been trying to not escape but i've just it's been good to like clear my mind for a little bit kind of reset so i don't know i really have been disconnected from most stuff for the last like i mean since you left so what's been stressing you out just the current state of the world and you know not even like there are some people who are like afraid of change and that's why they're like, that's why they're stressed out. That's not it for me. What's got me stressed out is the fact that there's so much hate. That's the that's what's got me worked up is like, people won't even give each other a platform to speak. You know, you've got these, you know, you got these people out here trying to make a difference for them, you know, yeah. not, I mean, not really for them. At the end of the day, it's for all of us, you know, as Americans. But then you've got, you know, you've got the radical people who. Taking over cities and taking over cities who are saying, like, kill the cops. You've got like, I mean, like you've got police officers who have families like you've got guys out there who are trying to protect those those people. Uh, And and it's, you know, you know, this one side wants to point fingers at the rioting and the looting and this, you know those people want to point fingers at the police brutality and all the people in the middle who are just trying to make a difference are, are lost in the, you know, lost in the chaos. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy, dude. You know, I've, I've seen some videos online that are just, you know, they're really saddening as well. I saw one where there was like a protest happening and there was this young, you know, he was a young white guy looked like he was, maybe like early in college and something like that. And uh, he was like picking up trash and putting it in the trash can. And like Mm -hmm. other protesters were like actively taking Taking the trash back out and like throwing it back on the ground. And he just like kept picking it back up. Yeah. And then like this video I saw the other day and we won't put this video up one because there's a, there's cursing in it, like too much cursing. Uh, but you're still going to hear it because we're watching a video. <laughs> so <laughs> Two, because I don't know who, I don't know the, the whatever of it. But it's about, uh, it's about a minute. And, you know, t- to be fair, like this dude is 
I do believe that this dude's trolling. Um, but it's he's wearing a MAGA hat and he has an American flag and he's in the autonomous zone. So he's just standing here looking at these pictures of the different victims and stuff. He's not saying anything. So, I don't. One of the ladies is saying if somebody has a lighter, she wants to light the flag on fire. That's. I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. Is like, it's just in in the midst of like, do you do you want unity or do you not want unity? You can't look. You can't have unity. With either of that. No. Like, you can't be the person, like, this isn't for you. I'm sorry, but if you're an American, this is 100% for you. Yeah. Like, this is our problem that we have to deal with. Together. And together. That's yeah. like the bottom line, dude. Like, it, that, that's it. That is the end of the, the end of the conversation or the debate. That's the end of the debate. If you All want right? to call it Here's that. the deal. Here's the deal. We got problems as Americans. Oh. If you're American, it's your problem. All right. Oh. So we're going to work through it together. End of debate. Now, how do we fix it? How do we help each other? That's the conversation. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not like you can't sit here and tell someone this isn't for you. Yeah. This isn't yours. This isn't your thing. Like this man, I don't, I don't know the man wearing a MAGA hat into this he's obviously he i mean he went there yeah marina manga hat into that zone is asking for trouble and like that's that's it but you know the man's just standing there like maybe he's hurting maybe he knows someone on that list maybe one of those people was his friend maybe he just realizes that that maybe he just finally realizes that there is something wrong and he doesn't know how to process it yeah you don't know what's going on inside of his head. Like we can't just keep we can't just keep jumping to conclusions on stuff that we don't know anything about. Yeah. I can't tell what you're thinking. I can't tell what's in your heart. All I know is your actions. And until people can realize that there is too much pain and hurt for everyone to fall into the same stance on this, we're not going to make any progress. Yeah. All right? It's got to be about restoration. It can't be about power. Like yeah. that's it you know rioting and saying kill the police get rid of the police like let the people do their thing what's that gonna do i mean you can see in areas where the, where where anarchy has taken over it doesn't last long it just becomes mob rule whoever's got the most amount of power wins yeah. what we need is we need the system to in practice line up with its design yeah. So we need the system to support and protect the people. That's what we need. We don't need to get rid of it. We need to 
we need to actually in practice have it line up with what it's designed yeah. to do. And I'm not an expert. I don't know how to make that happen, but like there are smart people in the world who in our country who I think have the potential to make big changes if they would just put aside their selfish gain, you know, we've got all these political parties who, you know, or party members who are trying to use other people's tragedies to their advantage. Dude, if you try to tell me right now, if you are sitting here and you say, well, the Democrats or well, the Republicans, if you're trying to put it on a party system, you, you have it wrong. That's not like, that's not what it is. That's not time. what it is at this point. At this point, it's we're we're past that. This isn't this isn't about left or right. This is about us as Americans having to work through our problems. And I will be the like I'll I'll I'll, I'll admit it. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. But what I do know is that that isn't going to fix it. Yeah. You know, the hate isn't what's going to fix it. So, you know, I don't personally support the idea of this autonomous zone being an area free of police. I get it, yeah. like, but also, if there's no law and there is no order, then there's no law and there's no order, and it's not, it's not a, like, it's not, yeah. there's, these, these there's no are system, the, these, it's, it's just a bunch of people, Yeah, you know? And these are the people, you know, the police are the people that, like, get called on first, and, you know, a lot of times sacrifice themselves whenever our, tra- our nation does face tragedy, like... 9-11, how many police officers and firefighters, firefighters died trying just to trying to people. rescue people? And it wasn't, it you know, there was no, like, higher pay for the, their no. risk no. that they took. It was, they did it because it was, you know, their job and what they felt like. Same thing with the Boston Marathon bombing. <laughs> like, the first people to get there wasn't the the military. It's the police every time. You know, and it's it's just sad to see. There is absolutely no way that that the system is without fault. No, I think the system sure. has become yeah. a problem, yeah. but only because we let it slide. We let like we let. I mean, think about this. Think about this. A good example is who is it? The mayor or whatever, or the DA or something that that. The police officer, what's the police officer's name that was in the George Floyd? Derek Chauvin. He's the one who had his knee. Yeah. Yeah. So this man, right, also has this charge against him for putting, what was it, 45, 41 bullets into a car in like 15 seconds, like just a few months before. And, you know, his boss, whoever, let him get away with it. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's that's fine. That's the problem is we're putting people in office who have records of lying and cheating. And that's where we're just letting we're letting corruption slip its way into the system. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we don't need we don't need a Democrat to run the country. We don't need a Republican to yeah. run the country. We need someone who cares about the people running the country. Yeah. All right. That's what we need. We don't need. So we what, don't need the constant debate over well should guns be legal oh yeah. should abortion be legal oh well should this be we don't need that yeah. what we need is we need someone who's going to help this country thrive who's going to give opportunity to the people yeah. we need to stop worrying about these liberties and stuff cuz we we already have the most 
liberty liberty yeah. of any country we have it made here yeah. all right we've got it we've it's it's happening like what we need is we need someone who's going to lead us and give that opportunity to the people to make a better life for themselves yeah. we need people who are who are going to who are going to make a change to where you know there really is job opportunities for all races all yeah. all people like uh, that's what we need we don't need this whole political debate so and unfortunately i don't see anyone on the horizon who's gonna who's gonna like fit that i mean all we've got are these you know people get latched on to they, they make uh, really idols out of people there are people who have made trump into their idol you know hillary yeah. into their idol whoever bernie like like you it's a they're just a person they're just human they're gonna make mistakes mm. We don't, we don't need a perfect person. We need someone whose heart is in the right place, who is really, who really cares about yeah. making this country better for everyone. And, you know, we've been... The problem is that the system is not built for us to even have a person like that. Because with the I legality think, I, of I lobbying... Think, I, think it, I think it was designed for that. It I mean, was, that was but, the idea, but we, but, but we have, let we have let things, time. yeah, we've let, we've just let things creep in over time. And the thing is, 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 is if you burn it to the ground and you try to restart, yeah. that is a, that is a lot to yeah. do. I mean, think about how, how just awful it was when we broke off from, you know, England and, and we tried to do our own thing. Like that was a big mess. Yeah. We came out pretty good, pretty fine. Yeah. You know, but those guys never got to see that. They never, no, yeah. they never got to see. They never got to see that. Yeah, and the, the the thing is, is like, what we need is we need people who aren't afraid to step up and and volunteer to start taking over these some of these roles. I'll tell you right now, any day of the week, I will pick someone who is who is a little underqualified yeah. for a job if 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 I believe that they're going to make the right choices, yeah. because there's a reason that they have a team. You know, there's a reason that the, that the, that that Trump always talks about. Well, we've got professionals. Oh, I'm surrounded by this. I'm surrounded by that. He, the man doesn't know about the coronavirus. The man yeah. doesn't know how this thing works. He's got professionals in there who are, con, you know, yeah. who are conversing with him, who are who are bringing him the information, who are sh telling him, like advising him. Yeah. And and you know, we just need someone who's going to make the right choices, and you know. That's that's the biggest thing. That's why I'm like you get such division in these parties because of of issues that we really don't need to be arguing about. Yeah. We don't need to be wasting our time on a lot of this stuff. You know? Oh, well where are like you know, where where's the tax money going to go, you know? Well, it should go towards benefiting the people. Like that yeah. should be the, that should be yeah. the line. Like, hey, is this going to help yeah. The person who gave me this money, yes, okay. Well, then let's do it. You know, we're yeah. gonna make our schools better. Cool. We're gonna make. Are we gonna make roads better? Cool. Are we gonna make? Yeah. You know, are we gonna make our military better? Do we need a stronger military? Okay. Well, we believe that there is a threat. You know, here. Okay. So we're this. You know, this year we're gonna put this much into our military. Yeah. That's what we we just need people to make those decisions. We don't need it to be about about pleasing a political party. Yeah. So, and I really, I really do think that we're not that much different than each other. Those, no. those people, you know, no. you, I, I really don't think that there's much different from that girl who said she wanted to burn that flag to the old guy with the, 
with yeah. the MAGA hat. I think they both want the opportunity to live life in this country free from oppression and discrimination and they want equal opportunity. Like I, I believe that. Are there gonna be people out there who are evil and just flat out racist, bad people? Yes, you're gonna get that. But at the end of the day, a lot of us just want to live our lives to the the best that we can. And that's why America is what it is today is because, and, and you, you know, the whole, like when you catch racist people saying stuff like go home, that's some bull crap, dude. America is a country of immigrants. Immigrants. Like we yeah. are immigrants, you know? The only people who should be able to tell anybody to go home is a native American. Yeah, that's it. You know, because all I mean, of us and even here. with that, we don't even know how long they were here before us. You know, yeah. like like the thing is, is it's just land, and we're here together. Yeah. Like you know, I do, I I do believe that people should get here legally, and I do believe that those systems should be in place to allow those people to to get here legally. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Like the majority of people who come here are just coming here to make a better life for themselves and their families. And I think that we should allow that. I think we should make that opportunity available. Um, you know, but once you take all restrictions away, once you take all laws away, you know, you're going to get that. Like the, those, those, those things are supposed to weed out the bad people. That's yeah. what they're there for. If they're not doing that, we're not doing it right. <clears throat> so I think we yeah. need some smart people who can get into office and start really re rethinking these systems and really, you know, I, I think we're overcomplicating things. I think we need to simplify it. You know, if it's yeah. not protecting us, if it's not helping us grow as a nation, it's it's really not. Yeah. It's really not necessary. Well, the two biggest changes that need to happen for that to happen is, you know, the mainstream media has to be regulated again. De I mean, it, it's just yeah, the I truth. Mean, you're, Deregulation you're, of mainstream media has turned this whole thing into a shit show. Well, it's because they just say whatever they want. Yeah, They literally say whatever yeah. they want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And here's the thing. That's fine because freedom of speech. But you cannot sit here and tell me that you are a legitimate news source when you are showing me falsified information. Yeah. That's an agenda, dude. Yeah. You are the bad guy. Don't care if it's Fox. Don't care if it's CNN. And you're profiting from it. Yeah, you're profiting yeah, from, yeah, from spreading false information. See, that's... that's yeah. The other part of the system that has to change is lobbying. You can't have people yeah. in politicians' pockets yeah, and, yeah, and sure. have here, the American people interested. The thing. And you know, we've talked about this. I do think capitalism is the best in practice. Yeah, sure. I think that if someone wants to work hard and be smart with their money and wants to get rich, they should do that. In fact, a lot of people actually do. A lot of millionaires that we see, you know, people talk about, oh, you're born with wealth. There's a lot of people who make it. There's a lot of people who make it for themselves. Now, like I said, there should be regulations and there should be laws to protect people. These massive corporations should not have politicians in their pockets because at that point they have the people in their pocket because those politicians are supposed to be the voice of the people yeah. they should be independent it should be it should be a burden to run in political in, in to run a political office yeah. it should be a burden it should be something that is hard it should be something that is difficult because it needs to be something that supports the people you need to be carrying the people on your yeah. back essentially like your job is to protect them. And people aren't always going to be happy. 
No, people not everybody's going to be happy. Yeah, every people time. aren't going to be happy, and that's and that's been a thing for forever. Yeah. Like, like there are going to be things that you don't like, but that's what I'm saying. When when we get into these liberties and we debate what what people should and should not be allowed to do, it gets real tough. I think people should have the right to own guns. I as a you know as a Christian, I don't think abortion is. I think it's I think it's awful personally. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know your situation. But I still, either way, don't think that taking a life is a good thing. Now, set that aside. In America, I believe that people should have the right to make choices. That's how I feel about it, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it should be made illegal, but I definitely think that it should be thought through better. So so instead of having these big discussions over, we should you know legalize this, make this illegal. Let's think about the small things. Let's think about the day-to-day life. I mean, that's the biggest thing. We're not talking about... like. School shootings happen, yes. You know, sh- people die from guns. A lot of people die from guns. It's it's a real thing. Yeah. But if you think about every single day in your life, there's got to be something m- more impactful to talk about, you know, that's going to make your life better. I really believe that. I really yeah. believe that there is more to it than what we, these big topics that we get hung up on. I really think that there are much more... There's much more opportunity to improve our everyday life to really yeah, for sure. to really help that lower class and the and the middle class to to really step up if that makes yeah. sense. You know, and not everyone needs to be rich. You know, I yeah. don't you know, if everyone's rich, no one's rich. It's just yeah. money just, you know, the money's going to change hands. It's going to it's going to circulate like yeah. that's that's just how it is. Uh and you know, it it is tough cuz once you give people once people have money, they have power. And and that's where I think a lot of our regulations should come in with political stuff. I really think that there, it should not be a business. It shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be a career. Yeah. It really shouldn't. It should be a burden. It should yeah. be and it something is, that it you is have to, to deal with. It is set up to not be a career, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's the but, original idea. Yeah, but people turn it. it into being yeah. career politicians. Yeah, exactly. And that's where, you know, you end up with Hillary Clinton in some office in the White House and some form or another for, you know, almost 20 years. And I'm not into it. You know, it's made it's made for the president to have eight years max and then for somebody else to come in and do it. You're it's not made for you to make it out of a career. Bill and Hillary Clinton have been living off of donations for the past 50, 55 years. Like basically. You know for what though? And it's exactly it's it's what are we donating, dude? What are we doing? Like that's yeah, my thing. I, is like that shouldn't that should not happen. Yeah. What no matter what political party. I don't care. I cannot say that enough. I do not care. You know, as a person, I am not in a political sense, as a person more conservative than most people. I I I keep to myself, I mind my business, like you know, I live very reserved, I guess. Yeah. Now, if you want to go buck wild with your life, fine, dude, do, do it. it. Yeah. Like, and that's what we need is we need people to be able to live their lives the way that they want. And, and, and the thing is, is there's always going to be someone who's poor. There's always going to be people in poverty. Now that level of poverty can be changed. You know, yeah. we can give people opportunities. Here's the thing. If someone doesn't want to work, I just, you know, I mean, you you work all the time and you know that like I 
I mean, I probably don't work as much as you, as many hours, but like every day I'm doing something. Yeah. And, and I, I like, you know, I have money because I work all the time because I have, you know, taken the time to like, like to go through this training, oh. this lifeguard training. I'm, I'm working out there, dude. Like I'm, I'm making it happen for someone who is wanting the system to provide for them. I just like, I don't, I'm sorry. I just, I don't care. I think that those, those systems that, that are in place should be there for people who cannot take care of themselves, who are, yeah. who are in a place where aren't they can't, physically who, capable. Yeah, who aren't capable of taking care of themselves. And, and I really think that, that we should have these opportunities for people who, who are in poverty, who want to get out of it, who want to make it, make something of themselves. There should be opportunity for them. I do believe that there is opportunity for them. I'm sure that there are people who get taken advantage of without a doubt. It happens. But the thing is, is we need, we need those opportunities to be in place and we need the people to be willing to step up to say that they've had enough of, of letting the system ruin their lives, letting, letting these government officials tell them how to live. You like, we need people to be stepping up in and, and changing the world. I mean, you see anytime we've got any type of revolution, it's because the people finally stood up and, and not just political ones, but like even like technological advances throughout history have happened from people just being like, you know what? I think that I can make this better. Yeah. Like that's what we need really. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go invent some new thing, but like if could you imagine if everyone in this country just finally decided, you know, what? I've had enough. We're not playing these games anymore. Yeah. You know, we're doing this right. It would be amazing, you know. Yeah. And all I and literally all I can do to help with that is live my life that way and and try to talk to people about it because, you know, one, I'm not old enough to run for any sort of office. Yeah. Like I, I don't have the experience, but I have a voice. Yeah. And I can and I can lead by example with my actions. I can tell you right now, if someone if someone comes up in this next election cycle that I think is really into truly like in independent of these of these party systems or 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 unbiased, they're gonna get they're gonna get my vote over anyone. Yeah. You know? It just, I think, you know, I think we should stop having to, we shouldn't have to pick between two evils yeah. for our president. For sure. You know, we shouldn't have to pick, well, this one's not as bad, so I guess we'll go with this guy, yeah. you know? Like, look at who we have. Look at the two that we have. Like this, <laughs> the, you know, this is the best we can do. We got a couple of PDF files over here and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, Cheeto man. Well, I think we're getting closer to being able to see that. I think we're getting closer to having someone. I really hope so. Man. More independent. Like, you know, look at like Andrew Yang, you know, even though he was running as a Democrat, like he seems like someone who's more business minded and even more center than uh, like specifically left or Tulsi yeah. Gabbard, you know, like she's. Uh, a woman, a veteran. I mean, you know, like she seems she's one of the only people that I see in Congress that whenever stupid stuff comes up says, I'm not going to vote on yeah. that, you know. And and let me just say, when I'm talking about all this, I'm not trying to take away from from you know. I mean, I 
really the the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, as far as the the organization goes, Black Lives Matter, they they have some their their I guess mission statement or like beliefs on their website are very different from what people are actually protesting yeah. in the streets, which is why I think it's I think it's I think it's weird that we have taken a, a social group and used them as the forefront for this this change. It, again, it's just money. It's just yeah. business. You're just putting this group of people in power yeah. to control the people. That's not what we need, you know. But Black Lives Matter, as in the statement, as in I'm not trying to take away from that. Like I like 100% agree. All I'm saying is that, you know, black lives, you know, you know, y'all are here in America too. Like, like I'm trying, like, all I'm trying to say is we, like, as a white person, I am trying to help. I want to help. I want, I, I, I was, we were meeting with, you know, Norris, Bishop Norris, the black guy, you know, pastors of black church here in Savannah. He was saying the same thing, you know, people, people saying this black lives matter you know, that statement is really people saying black lives don't matter yet. Yeah. Like that's what people are trying to get. That's what they're trying to say. It's like, we're tired of black lives not mattering. Yeah. I totally get it, dude. Like I'm not, not that I get what it's like to be a black man, but I think it's wrong. I think, I think the fact that, that you could ever feel like your life doesn't matter is wrong yeah. as a black person being you know undermined or or you know oppressed like I, that's that that is wrong yeah it's wrong i want i want that to change i want to see that happen you know i want to see i want to see them be able to walk around feeling secure in this country feeling safe and like they have the opportunity to make something of themselves and but like the bottom line is is you can't change it by yourself yeah you know like everybody like, has to change it like, like in order for for Black Lives to Matter, Black people can't just stand up and say that. White people have to understand what they're saying. Yeah. Like we have to understand what they're trying to accomplish. That's why these conversations are so important. And you know, especially with the neglected podcast, I've been listening to Kevin's episode and talking about gun violence and talking about you know the George Floyd incident. And it's been really good so far. I haven't finished it yet, but. You know, those conversations are so important because it is it is imperative that as Americans we understand each other, no yeah. matter what our skin color is. We need to understand where each of us are coming from. Yeah. And we do need to make that distinction that that being black in America is not the same as being white in America. And 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 that's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't it doesn't have to yeah. be a bad thing. You know? It can be different. We have different histories. I mean, we have hundreds of years of 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 racism and and oppression and that's wrong. And that's why we are here. That's why we're here today where we're at is because, you know, we haven't owned slaves. We, we, we haven't done that, but, but our history has set up a system that was, you know, some of these laws that we still have today were put in place back when slaves were still allowed. And, you know, I'm not, and that's why I'm saying we don't need to get rid of the system because I really do believe that the system was set up to protect the people. Now, when it was originally set up, the definition of a person was different. They didn't define slaves as people, you know, they didn't count. They counted as what was it? Three fourths of a person or something like that. Like, but if we can, if we can really take that system and and really figure out how it, how we can apply it to make it equal across the board, 
that's where we that's where we win. Once once we stop seeing this this division and we start seeing ourselves as Americans who are living together, you know, separate like 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 there's a difference. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a bad thing. There can be equality. There can be equal opportunity. And 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 the system can honestly help help the you know, my neighbor, you know, the black man living down the street yeah. can help him be equally as safe yeah. in this country as, as I am. Yeah. And I, and I really think that you know, anyone who who doesn't take the time to listen to that um anyone who doesn't take the time to to hear that and to really try to think about how we can make that happen is is really missing an opportunity to change the world. Yeah. So, I think that I mean, you're right completely. I agree with all that. You know, I think at the end of the day, this isn't you know, Skyrim or World of Warcraft like no one gets to choose the color of skin that they're born into, including yeah. white people. And so mm-hmm. whether uh, white privilege, privilege is something that I take advantage of or benefit from yeah. subconsciously is not something that I had the ability to control in the first place. I can, so, I mean, I can tell you right now, if I had the option before I was born to pick to have privilege or not, I would have said no. Yeah. I want to earn, I want to earn yeah. you know my way i want to earn my my life in in this country that's what i yeah. that's what i want and i really want that opportunity for everyone i really want the opportunity for someone to work hard to achieve things that's what this country should really be about i mean you know and and we can get into it people are going to argue with that all day talk about how this country was founded on racism slavery you know the the founding fathers weren't good men <laughs> they weren't perfect yeah. You know, slavery was a thing. It's it's evil. But that's that's what I'm saying is this system that was put in place, if we can figure out how to help this apply to everyone and yeah. not just benefit, you know, the rich or the white or the the privileged, whatever, if we can figure out how to make the system work for everyone, that's where we're gonna really see some victory. And we're really gonna have people, you know, able to make something of their lives. You know, I think everyone should have the opportunity to work for it. I don't think anything should be handed to you. I really don't, you know. And, you know, I got lucky, you know, in the last several years, you know, since we moved to Savannah, my family has really figured out how to manage their money better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my dad doesn't make a lot. I mean, he's my mom doesn't work. My dad's a a pastor. Like, that's not a big, that's like not a huge income. It's not that much, but they have figured out how they have worked hard to make sure that they don't have debt, to make sure that their costs are covered. We, we turned our carport into an apartment to rent it out, to cover our house payment. Like, like that's the type of stuff. Like, so I got really lucky coming into high school that, that we figured that out before I got here. So now I work a job and my job doesn't have to, I don't have to work the two jobs that I have the, in the freelance stuff to to pay for my family. I have the opportunity to have that money to pay for my car, to you know save up whenever I go to college, to be able to get a place to live eventually. Yeah. You know, and I think everyone should have that opportunity. I don't think anything should be given. You know, I mean, gifts are good. Like if yeah. you want to give out of generosity, that's different. But I, I don't think anything. I don't think you should. You shouldn't expect the government to provide for you. Yeah. You know. I think those systems should really only be in place for those who can't take care of themselves. Oh. Um, and and if you're just a lazy person and you're not willing to work, 
I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't have, I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for that. You know, if you've got a legitimate reason, I think that there are a lot of generous people in this world who, who can like we, I mean, you see organizations come together all the time to make stuff happen. You've got, you know, all sorts of systems, you know, even with us, like we've got red, we try to, we try to feed people. We try to, you know, take care of those people in the neighborhood who don't have a, you know, it's a food desert. They don't have a grocery store in their neighborhood. They don't have something nearby where they can go. And a lot of those people, you know, they they probably have cars, but I mean, some of them don't. Some people I see walk everywhere they go. And uh, we try to make it readily available there for them. Uh, All they have to do is show up, fill out some paperwork and boom, you know, you've got groceries, you got clothes, you know, we've offered financial, you know, um, aid, like lessons, teaching, teaching people how to manage their money. We've, we've had, you know, programs for kids to come and learn stuff. You know, I think they did some art classes at one point. Uh, you know, we've done the, the Christmas stuff, trying to help provide for families who maybe, you know, maybe there's someone wants a bike, they can't afford it. All right. Well, we've got three families in the church who are willing to chip in and get this kid a nice bike, like things like yeah. that, you know? Um, I really think that, that when you give the, the people the opportunity to work hard, to earn stuff, they really have a better appreciation for the things that they have, yeah. and it really creates more generosity. Yeah. Um, when you get these people who are handed things their whole life, you know they they feel entitled. They feel like, oh, that's mine. Yeah. I need that. You know, um, I don't know. I just think people need to learn how to respect each other better. I think uh, I think we really need to. As as uh, I mean, you know. The, the thing that I find a lot is a lot of white people are, they feel defensive. Yeah. And the thing is, is you, you, you know, I don't, I don't personally think I'm racist. I, I've never experienced that. My friend group has always been, it's never been a conversation until, until really until I got into high school, I'm working and having to deal with the real world, yeah. you know, where racism was even a topic. I never thought about that. I never saw my friends different because of their skin color, you know, yeah. our financial situations were even similar. And uh, there was never that divide, but you know, as a white person, like I need to be able to sit here and feel the hurt of you know people of color. I don't know, you know, black, African American, whatever you want to say. I need to be able to to see that that the the injustices or the injustice that has happened, and and I need to be able to to grieve with them and and to you know, as an American to help each other get through this. And I don't think that, you know, this cop that they're trying to get put on death row right now from Atlanta, I don't think that's, I don't think that's it, man. Like, I really yeah. don't think, you know, an eye for an eye. Has, and it could just be because of my Christian beliefs, like what I, what I believe. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to get us anywhere. You know, yeah. I think that the system is, cracked you know it's 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 not perfect but i really think that we have the opportunity to to change it instead of burn it to the ground um and you know if you're listening to this and you are you know african-american person of color whatever you know i get it you got like tried to be peaceful you know for a long time and it wasn't heard uh but I really don't think hurting people is going to be, you know, 
I mean, are we really going to get to the other side of this? And there's just black families and white families alike crying over the loss of their child. You know, maybe a dad, a sister, a brother, mom, whatever. Like, are we really going to get to the other side of this and everyone's hurt and crying and feel like we accomplished anything? Yeah. I just don't think that that's... It's not I can't move. speak for you, but I just don't think that's what we, you know, I, I, that's not what I want. Yeah. I don't want to see more people get hurt. Yeah. No one, no matter what their skin color is. I just want to see, I want to see things fixed. And I know this isn't really what we were planning on talking about, but you know, it's just really been heavy on me the yeah. last I get it, you know, man. week. And it's, you know, it's something that we'll continue to touch on. I mean, you know, it's, it's just a thing to where we don't have the answers. Nobody really has the answers right now. And, you know, but this is how you come to some type of solution is sitting down and talking about it and just canceling somebody. Two minds are better than one. Yeah. Canceling somebody or telling them, you know, that you don't want to hear what someone white has to say or, that your privilege should prevent you from entering into a conversation is I don't hold anything against those people. I don't either, but I don't like, but if what you're looking for is a solution, that's, that isn't how you you find it. You're you're not going to find peace through violence. It's just, I don't mean, I like, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, even people want to point at the American Revolution, like we had to fight for our freedom. Like, yeah, but we didn't find peace through that violence. We may have found freedom, you know, but there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot. I mean, we're still seeing the ram. That's I mean, that's all that's happening right now is we're seeing, you know, we've we've got a deep history of problems that we're having to work through now. And all I know is that you know, my parents didn't want to see this for me growing up. Yeah. You know, this isn't what they wanted me to have to live through. I sure as heck don't want my little siblings to live through this. I don't want my kids one day to have to live through this. I want us to be able to figure this out. Yeah. And I don't have the answers, but I do know that, you know, I'm willing to have a conversation and I'm, you know, I'm hurting too, man. And I just, yeah. I want us to be able to sit down no matter what our skin color is and, I want to hear what you have to say. Like, I want to, I want to know what's happening in your life. I want to hear, you know, what it is that that's happening and how I can help. And you know, if you don't know, you know, if, if you don't know how to fix it, then you don't know how to fix it. You know, burning stuff down isn't a solution. Yeah. yeah you've got people's attention, you know, but I mean, those are our, like, that's our cities. Like yeah. those, like as Americans, like, you live here too, man. Yeah. You really want to see like your town burn down? I mean, where like, you know, where are you gonna go? Yeah. You can't just move along to the next place until there's nothing left. Yeah. So. I agree. Know. And the whole argument of you know corporate stuff like big companies like Target versus small businesses. I mean, either way, dude. You're you know, still taking away people's livelihoods. That I got need friends that as a job. I, you know, I got but, friends who work at Publix as bag boys. It's the only way, like you know, yeah. Like for example, my buddy Ethan worked at Firehouse yeah. for a while. Hated it. His manager was awful. Yeah. You know, but he worked that job to help pay. You know, his dad passed away. It was just him and his mom. His sister was going to college. Like, 
Like he was trying to work hard to have money so that they could, you know, so that they could live. And I mean, I couldn't imagine if they came in, burned that place down. He had nowhere to go. No way to make money. Yeah. I I just. It's the truth, man. You know. It's the truth. I get it. I 100% get it. Yeah. If my families, you know, if my family members were the ones being killed in the streets, I'd be angry too, dude. You know? And right now they're not. You know, I don't have any family members who have been shot by police officers. I don't have anyone who's been, you know, killed and injustice. But I just really think taking it out on other people is not, you know, it's not the way to go about it. So I agree, dude. Well, there you have it. That's episode 40, dude. I hope that, uh, you know, made it pretty far, dude. Yeah. I hope that, I hope that you guys, uh, enjoyed this one 40 in, like I said, uh, from now on, whenever you guys start seeing these episodes, they should be more recent. Yeah. More recent, more up to date with what's usually there about what four to five days after we make them they get uploaded now they should be within a day or two yeah so like share subscribe all that stuff again we don't have the answers but uh you know we just really feel dude have a conversation with someone you know find someone talk to them that's the way to do it so if you want to follow me on twitter i am at tbat quinn i love that lower third (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, mine is at T B A T S K I N E R I C K. Uh, you know, you won't catch me out there getting in no debates. Yeah. I ain't trying to start a Twitter war. I'm, I may post I may post what I'm thinking. Yeah. But if I catch someone out there telling me why I'm wrong, they can just tell me why I'm wrong. So, yeah. you know, yeah. mostly just comedy, dude. If you want some laughs or if you wanna really see how dumb I am, you could go over there and see yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So we'll see y'all next time. Next time we'll be going back to the Epstein thing for a little bit. Uh, Epstein. we just want to take a break for this one. And yeah, so thanks for listening and we'll catch y'all next time.